Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, managing editor of Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com, FightfulMMA.com. You guys can also check us out on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Fightful, where I posted uh, several updates today. Oh, boy, will we get around to talking to that, because this episode of SmackDown didn't give us a whole lot to talk about. I am joined today by Alex Pawlowski, who I invited on, because I am calling this The Day That Wrestling Died Part 2. Yeah. Yeah, it died. It died a terrible death today. I'm also joined by Anna Bauer. Anna, uh, what time is it over there? Uh, 11 a.m., but it feels like it's about 2 a.m. after that SmackDown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeff Hawkins, he's here, <laughs> too. Oh, wait, wait, what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> that, that show put me to sleep. Um, hi. How are you? I'm going to be honest, guys, like, I'm, I'm going to bury the shit out of this show. We're already demonetized now. There we go. We're good, we're good to go. Thanks a lot, Anna. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> this, was one of the most boor- this, this was one of the most boring episodes of SmackDown Live that I have, I've watched since the brand split. It was terrible. Now, I mean, I can't say it's one of the most boring ever because, I mean, your boy used to cover SmackDown when it was just straight up the B show, literally the B show, like no debate, no split rosters. Like you would get tag matches from the fallout of raw. Like that's it. But tonight, tonight is, well, we got what happened. Let's go ahead and get into it. New day came out and cut a dumbass promo about pancakes and freedom. Uh, then we got a, an 18 minute gender Mahal match. And as I confirmed on Twitter, those are actually not my jam at all, Alex. No, I don't think they're anybody's jam. I mean, maybe somebody's jelly, but not anybody's jam. Uh, this this was bad. That but was a shitty joke. It, that listen. joke did him with this episode of SmackDown uh, so well. No, he popped me, so it's good. It was as shitty as this episode of, of SmackDown. Uh, but Xavier Woods, God bless him, trying his damnedest to make this thing work. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's, he's great. I love him, and somebody with a little bit of vision might have had the upset here. You know what I mean? That that might have been interesting because then it could give give us somebody to really root for 
in the finals, but unfortunately, nope. Biggie Frisbee, some pancakes at the Singh Brothers. That was about the highlight of this. Had a lot of people asking about Jinder Mahal getting a little bit smaller. He's been dealing with a labrum injury, so that's kind of why he's doing that. He controlled this match. Like, I don't think Xavier Woods got any offense until like 22 minutes into the show, Anna. Yeah, it was pretty much predicted how this is going to go. They did a good job at making you believe that Xavier had no chance, but I think they had to in order to get the crowd on the side of Jinder for this. The whole the, the lead up and the whole pancake thing, it's it's time for New Day to turn heel again, I think. I just I need to see Biggie force feed pancakes down someone's throat till they nearly choke to death. Um, but maybe that's just the mood that SmackDown put me in tonight. I don't know. Um, and I did appreciate the, th- the pancake throwing part at the Singh Brothers, which was actually a good hint at the sports psychology, which I am now got mad skills in because um, I went to a basketball game on the Whoa. weekend. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, Who played? Who played? It was Australian. It was the Wildcats versus the Melbourne people. Hey, I have some Wildcats on my screen to my right right now. They they are Kentuckian, but hey, they don't count. I also missed the first hour of that because of SmackDown tonight. Hot dog. Uh, Gender, I, though, I did like one spot. He pretty much used the Enzo Amore concussion spot on Xavier Woods <laughs> where he whips him into the, the bottom rope. Uh, this is, I mean, like 16 minutes in, there's this, there's a nice little series, but Gender got the win. Oh, God. It just, not, not my thing. Not my thing. Jeff, you have anything to add to this? Well, number one, uh, I can talk to Anna about Andrew Gaze and Luke Longley and Australian basketball players all day. I Googled Luke Longley today. <laughs> I know what his name. Um, I'm going to give a mild defense of this show and then move on with the trashing. Um, I, I think it was, uh, you know, it's a noble effort to try and make the U.S. title mean something when it hasn't really meant anything other than sure. the John Cena Open Challenge. I understand what they're trying to do. These are just not the guys to do it with, in my opinion. I, you know what? I like Xavier Woods a lot. I was, but when was the last time he had a match this long? Because it even he seemed to be getting a bit winded here towards the end, trying to pick up uh, Ginger for belly to back spot. And and I disagree with you. I hated that that concussion spot. I absolutely hate it. I think because, I liked it because it was different more than anything. If he did it more than like one time every six months, it'd be like, okay, dude, it doesn't work. It's too close to reality of of a spot that really injured a guy for a while. So maybe maybe I'm just being a bit sensitive about that. Whereas, hey, I'm covering a paper where two 265 pound guys are going to try to give each other brain damage. Oh, I, I'm going to watch that. I am going to watch every moment of that. And and look, I am not the most sensitive guy in the world, and this podcast proves it. Usually, I'm just, I was just saying I, I hate. Sure. I hated that spot for some reason. It really turned me off. Y- yeah, I, gender should not be in matches this long. I, I'm with you on the uh, the idea that they should make this title mean something, but man, they found four guys and they were a little would, too similar. I would dispute that, though. I I feel like they came up with the idea to make it mean something weeks ago, and then they forgot about plans, and then all resources went into last night's bronze segment. And then we were left with this show, which was essentially a clip show combined with repeat matches, combined with this championship thing. 
And the only real build we got out of it was the social media stuff that the boys put together themselves, which was awesome, but there was hardly any mention to it actually on the show. And it's just like, if, if your roster is actively doing your work for you, help them out, put it out there. Like you, that's your job done. You can go and focus on other shit. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I think, it. I think Anne's correct. Uh, Anna's correct on this in, in this respect. I, I think, well, I had Anna and I choked it off, the second syllable off in my throat. I apologize. Okay. It's a difficult word to say. Yeah. <laughs> when you're drinking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they rushed the the finale to put it all on one night because next week's going to be the huge go home everybody ends in a brawl at the end of the show type of thing that they do for Rumble and they don't want anything to overshadow that so I think they either cut it off that they didn't want to put the finals on next week or they just mismanaged their timing in some way. So let's move on to something far worse. AJ Styles makes a really bad fat joke about Kevin Owens, then decides to call Sammy and Kevin Owens Cammy. Uh. <laughs> I felt like the guy in the hat and get out. I was just like, no, 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 <laughs> no, don't do it. And then they made him tweet about it. Mm-hmm. The promo they wrote for this guy was the dirt worst. Mm-hmm. It was bad. And as Alex, as you pointed out on Twitter, yep. haha, because it's it's like a girl's name or it's a celebrity combo. Woohoo! Ha <laughs> Oh yeah. shit! Uh, either they're they've been shipped in a relationship, and you combine their names like you do with Benifer or whatever it was back in the day, or it's just straight up a girl's name. Either way, they're either ho- homosexual you know how ironic or female. Was the G of episodes of SmackDown. Yeah, this really was. was. This sucked, but we're going to move on beyond this because (laughs) a few weeks ago, Mojo Raleigh cut a badass promo on his phone and WWE was like, you know what? Oh, oh my God. That's a great idea. You know what we should do? (laughs) Have them do more. Only we'll script them and make them all hold the camera to their side. Brilliant. We can capitalize on this thing that's getting a little bit of buzz. Hot dog, there's no way we can fuck this up. Man, did they fuck this up. Jeff. <laughs> I'm enjoying broken Sean Ross sap. Oh, good. <laughs> this was so bad. So bad. We get it. Hot. No. You- Natty likes cats, in case you all didn't know. Ruby Riot. Riots. Liv is going to be live. That's going to happen. Naomi's going to make you feel the glow. Jeff, what what are they doing? (laughs) You have all the resources of a major television production, including $12 million trucks, apparently, last night. I don't need promos on an iPhone broadcast on the air. Well, you know what? If they had aired... Mojo Rawley's, I would have been fine with that. No, that's fine, too, but you know what I mean. I mean, pre-planned, Yeah. not for social media purposes, do it upright, you know, act like you've been there before. I I understand this, and I understand. Look, look, they've done these. They've done these kinds of promos in every single six-way cluster F that the women's division has, Sean Rossap. I mean, at least, at least the, uh, at least the, Orton and the uh, 
Baron Corbin ones weren't weren't absolutely terrible in terms of the promo content. Now, this is the way the they were shot them trying the to keep all the women on the roster involved. This is the downside. Because yes, because I mean, then they do that, and this is the. the this is the downside again. We say this week after week of having the new guys always put on the women because they never seem to progress past doing basic stuff where all the women are in one segment. Imagine if we were getting his primo and epico, like those bottom of the rung men's roster guys. This was just really bad. This was at least primo and epico. They got a cool backdrop. Like they had a location. That was something. This was like, this is what the indies do because they have no money and they need to get promos out and they need to get stuff on social media. It's exactly as Jeff said. Like, WWE know they have the money to do other things, right? The NWA had higher production values in 2017 and 18 than the WWE. How? Did Tyler Breeze get his um, selfie stick back? That's the main question. I Son of a bitch. That was not a selfie stick. That was like the worst of the worst camera angles happening. <laughs> just that was holding, just holding it at the 45 degree angle. Like, hey. Like, <laughs> well, they are told to stand sideways in front of screens. We have established that. Mm-hmm. Alex, anything to add to this miserable piece of television? No, it's you're you're exactly right. Um, the, the 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 problem is is that they don't realize that what made Mojo's uh, promo so great wasn't that it was on a phone. <laughs> <laughs> it was that he was he was speaking from the heart, like unscripted. Yeah. So that's the problem. Like, hey, what's the secret, Mojo? How is it so great? Oh, I get it. These phones the kids have nowadays. Vince, <laughs> you got to see this right now. Oh, well, let me take a look. Is that a phone? Can I watch a video on my phone? <laughs> we got to get this on the air quick. <laughs> uh, How do speak- I dial an outside line on this thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. So, uh, Mojo Raleigh, speaking of, was up next, and this match was so bad. It was 12 minutes of Mojo Raleigh running into Bobby Roode. It was a dozen minutes of shoulder tackles is what this was, of varying velocity. Like, <laughs> you just don't know what's next. This plays like a 2015-2016 TNA in-ring match after they had found success with EC3, and they thought that everybody needed to be a cookie cutter of him, and they were bringing in, like, Mike Bennett and all these people and it just didn't work. And their main event scene was just not good. Not good. Not saying that EC3 is not good. I'm saying they tried to base all their main event guys after Eli Drake and EC3 and like, it just didn't work. And that's what we're seeing in some of these matches. Like we're seeing Jinder Mahal and Bobby Roode and Mojo Raleigh and Bobby Roode's not like that bad, but he's not going to step out and usually do something that you've never seen before. And uh, this ended up being one of the worst first hours of SmackDown I've seen in a while. By the way, we're going to talk a little EC3 later on. Uh, Glorious DDT gets the pin. Alex, what do you think of this? Um, I I, uh, I liked it more than you did, but most. Uh, but you're not wrong about the offense that Mojo employed. Um, and it was kind of basic, obviously, but it, it works for him. He's just a charging freight train. Like that's a cool thing for this guy because it's different. You know what I mean? I like I like the way he uses the pounce, and I love that his trash talk has meaning behind it. Did I crack a rib, Bobby? Did I? Did I crack a rib? 
Like that's a lot different than hey everybody, look at me and boo me. Like that's that I don't like that from Bobby Roode's down there like, no, really fuck off, guy, you did. <laughs> um I uh I, I I really like Mojo and I think he's you you could really do something with this guy. His momentum is enough that if you just harness what he's doing on social media and use him to his full extent in the ring, even though he's not great in the ring, it doesn't need to be because I feel like he's got the charisma as a heel to be one of your top dozen guys by this time next year. Or you could just screw it up, which is probably what they're going to do. Anna, your, your thoughts on this match? I found bits and pieces to keep me entertained by, which was a lot more than the majority of matches tonight. Um, Mojo, I know a lot of people aren't a fan of Mojo's Titantron and theme and stuff. It is very laser cats come to life, but it does make me go, I want to step inside that guy's head because he is fascinating. And that is all, no, that is mainly Mojo doing that himself, but having that, I guess, the juxtaposition, deliberate or not, does add an air of mystery. Um, there was so much oil in that ring, and this is only the <laughs> second match in the night. By the, the end of the final match, like, I don't know how that ref didn't fall over. Um, Mojo could have slid into his shoulder tackles. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was impressive. Uh, and there was a, a comment from Graves, something to do with Mojo's technique not being on point due to his recklessness or his viciousness. And I did enjoy that. That was highlighted. That was, you know, an excuse as to why he wouldn't win, but, you know, it's actually aiding this guy's character. Um, and it just made me miss Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. I sarcastically put up a save us Ziggler image on uh, Twitter. And this was probably the first time in years I've said, you know, this show needs more Ziggler. Needs more (laughs) Ziggler. Jeff, what'd you think of the match? I also enjoyed it a little bit more than you did. Um, I would hope. I, my, my defense of, of Mojo here is much the same as mine when they put Jinder Mahal in that first main event kind of thing. This is something that, guys, when you're slotted in a certain position and you have to work in a certain style, and then you're asked all of a sudden, okay, now you have to go out there and do a long match and get heat and tell a story. They're just not used to it necessarily. And I think he did a fine job for what he knows. And I think given time, hopefully, if he's still in this position, he can get better at it, Um, as opposed to my thoughts on Jinder Mahal. Uh, His gear needs to change from the state of Maryland flag. I understand he he loves his alma mater, uh, but he's a heel now. It's time for new gear. I'm with you. Singh Brothers attack afterwards. Bobby Roode challenges Jinder Mahal to do the match tonight. I am uh, trying to find religion at this point and <laughs> not pay off. After Jinder Mahal declines, Daniel Bryan comes out and he's like, nah, it's happening tonight. And uh, it gets booked. We'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, backstage, the Usos are attacked by training day. Uh, Jay Uso arrested this weekend. Now both of the Uso brothers have been Locked up for DUI, DWI in the past. Uh, Jeff, any thoughts on that? In the Uso Penitentiary? There you go. That's, that's what I was looking for. Thank you. Thank you. Up next was the Riot Squad versus Naomi, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch. I legitimately thought that Naomi's entrance may have been the best thing about SmackDown Live, and I've seen the entrance a hundred times. 
This was the seventh six-woman tag on WWE <laughs> TV since Absolution and uh, the Riot Squad debuted. Seventh. Charlotte tosses the piss out of Liz, Liv Morgan. Like, I mean, she just... She just got into shoot mode there and was like throwing some like low, <laughs> low angle German suplexes and stuff like that. Sarah Logan looks like she cut off Braun Strowman's pants into shorts and wore them. That I'm I'm down with. Also, we'll talk about her fiance Ray Rowe getting signed by WWE here in a bit. Naomi gets a hot tag after some kind of basic back and forth work. She looked good in the hot tag outside of the speedball kicks. Morgan gets the code breaker uh, for the win. I thought this was the best match of the night. Didn't have any problem with it. It's just we've seen it a million times. Anna, any uh, thoughts on this one? Well, after I regained my vision from just seeing red that this was happening again, um, I legitimately asked myself, okay, so last time we saw this, who actually won? And my brain genuinely answered with, oh, it was Sonya Deville last night. (laughs) Oh, my God. One good thing I liked about the, okay, there were a few in-ring things. The Charlotte stuff was awesome. Becky sold getting her hair slammed down really well. I just, these women are doing their best. And especially the new girls, they are working their asses off. You can see it in their demeanor. Liv is giving it her all. I just don't care. They've given me absolutely no reason to care or to get behind any of them, including the pre-existing women and former champions. And then when you have Liv pinning Naomi, it's, it, that, that's what the hell is going on? There is no, in the seven matches, whether it's been you know the, this combination every single week or however long it's been since the Riot Squad debuted, they just still haven't given us enough reason to believe that that is credible, that these women are actual threat as opposed to just wannabes coming in to try and tear shit up it's like you know freshmen coming into high school and trying to beat the i don't even know the term i'm from australia it's like year eights coming into high school trying to take over the year 12s and you have no chance whatsoever because you're just a bunch of little girls kind of continues the trend of this entire show being booked like mean girls yeah fetch is not a thing Cameron yeah. is not a thing. Stop trying to make fetch happen, gender. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Look, if that was on the show, I'd be behind that. <laughs> is there, uh, Jeff, anything you want to add to this? I'm actually a bit worried about how the women's rumble is going to be received oh, after the build of all this. I, I think Phil, the Philly crowds are hot, generally. I'll be in the crowd. But this build... This build has done nobody on the main roster, women, any favors, and it's going to take something big to wake them up out of it. And I'm a Royal Rumble fan. I love Battle Royals, (laughs) but I will readily admit they suck. They're not good. They're very rarely good. Like, I can count probably on one hand the number of Royal Rumbles that I'm I'm just like, man, I would love to rewatch that. Like, it doesn't happen a lot. So uh, I'm not looking looking for this one to be outstanding or anything. Personally, I can't wait for Stephanie McMahon to enter at number 30. Yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. That's my call, too. (laughs) WWE United States Tournament Finals. Bobby Roode defeated Jinder Mahal to become United States Champion. WWE has loved putting titles on people recently that can't beat the person 
who dropped the title or gave up the title. We saw it with Ember Moon and Asuka, and now this. Uh, this match is exactly what you would think a Jinder Mahal-Bobby Roode match would be. It's really simple, fundamental stuff. There are a couple of nice transitions towards the end. Rude counters the Coloss with a glorious DDT to win the title. Jeff, break this one down for me. <laughs> um, the most confusing thing about this match was uh, Daniel Bryan going into full babyface mode to announce the match. I thought. I thought that uh, way to continue con- confusing your audience as to how to Made feel about gray, Daniel bro. Bryan. Yeah. Um. And, and then, of course, Bobby Rugo, we can do this tonight, even though I'm injured. That makes no sense. But I get it from a babyface perspective, what they're trying to hear. Um, the match was, uh, I'll put it that way. I wasn't sure what the, what the, what the, uh, what the reason for having Shane and, and Daniel Bryan down at ringside for all, other than to make it seem more majestic than it was. But, um, you know, it was a, you know, it was a perfectly fine television level main event match i thought but it wasn't anything that that i'm going to write home about later and it's nothing i'm going to remember past tomorrow alex uh this main event bobby Roode, new united states champion where does dolph ziggler fit into this or does he i don't know man uh, he, he's <laughs> uh, he's probably going to be uh, like come on man i did raw i'm just i'm just here surprise entrance surprise entrance in the royal rumble and just forget all about this i don't know I mean, they're not that this this title is not as not important enough to be contested on the Royal Rumble. It's not even important enough to be contested on the go home show before the Royal Rumble. They had to throw three matches together on this on this thing. Sprung the last one on. You had a guy make a, 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 a make a stupid one of those stupid baby faces. You know what? Fine, I don't care if I'm hurt. We could do this tonight. And, of course, when you say that, you know the heel's going to say, nah, we're going to do this on my time. And you go, great, because I'm hurt, and I'm going to take a week off. Uh, but <laughs> the baby face comes out and says, yeah, we can do this tonight, says the baby face um, authority figure. And it's just, it doesn't make any sense. And then Bobby Roode is your perfectly serviceable U.S. champ. And I don't care. Like, I don't care. what Whatever feud you put him in, I'm not going to – is he going to be in a few with Big E? Because maybe I'll care about that. Or Rusev, maybe? But it's, there's nobody on SmackDown that I, w- I want to watch Bobby Roode wrestle four times over four I would love to watch him wrestle Big E. I would love to watch Big E wrestle a lot of the roster because sure. I've not seen him wrestle a lot of singles matches with these guys. Somebody on the chat said, we spent 25 minutes talking about Braun last night and 25 minutes on SmackDown tonight. Well, <laughs> four dudes wrestled on SmackDown tonight, True. and Braun was... Half of the show. <laughs> so that's going to happen. Uh, Anna, Bobby Roode, new United States champion. They both did perfectly fine. They did what they can do. They did what they can do to the best of their ability. The booking of this match, the timing of the finale of all of this, it just entirely lackluster, and that's not their fault. And I feel bad for these guys. I feel bad for Bobby Roode because this is his first major title on the main roster. And it was on the worst SmackDown I've seen in a very long time. Like we've seen what this company can do with video packages. They have made pieces of shit look like shining golden turds, sometimes almost literally with some of their people. And 
they this was so last minute that they didn't even have time to put something like that together to be like you know this championship is so prestigious that it needs to have an entire show dedicated to it um when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And the booking of these two guys, maybe if it was next week, it would still be somewhat of a downer considering we know what their style is and their styles are very similar and together it's going to be a lot of a lot slower match than most people would like. But to have this match at the end of this show was just, it was torture. I asked people to suggest topics that would be more interesting to talk about during the show. Um, three really great suggestions, including Wallaby on the Sydney Bridge, um, how well grass is growing in Australia, and Jinder's hair and how it screams low water pressure. So thank you, Taylor, Matt, and Gisberto for that, because that was what kept me entertained during that match. No Rusev can, can Day, I? no Nakamura, no Orton, uh, very, like a minute of AJ Styles. There was no Kevin Owens, no Sami Zayn. There was a big absence on <laughs> this show. And you know maybe they wanted to keep some of those guys off to put more of a focus on the United States Championship. But if you do that, I really think you should have a few guys that, okay, like I had somebody try to educate me that Jinder Mahal was getting the right kind of heat with me. And I'm like, no, he's not. I don't look forward to watching him wrestle. I don't look forward to watching him talk. It's nothing like that. And uh, I want to bring something on back. On Jeff. Okay. I was just saying. So I don't care about Jinder Mahal. Bobby Roode. They made an effort tonight. They're like, okay, he's wrestling two matches. He got beat up by the Sings. Yada yada. One of them looked like they were hurt, by the way. So they they kind of had him fight underneath. But other than that. He's an entrance, and he is a pose, and is that supposed to make me, like, pull for him to win the United States Championship when he had multiple ch- chances already? I don't see it. Jeff, permission. No, 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 you're, you're actually correct on that. There, there's, there's been no emotional connection between any of these guys in the U.S. Championship other, yeah. than, other than the Xavier Woods, Aiden English stuff from week one. Which was at least entertaining. Um, I want to circle and back they to... filmed it on a phone?! uh the Dolph Ziggler question is always a good one because I've toyed with the notion of them reintroducing Dolph in the rumble to put him in the main event with AJ Styles for the Smackdown half of the main event for Wrestlemania I don't understand no I get that but 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 from their logic look he's he's a he's a safer bet than Nakamura um it's not I what I want. That. It's not what I want. Let's put it that way. But but let me finish my point here. If you're going to 
do this entire tournament just to bring Dolph Ziggler back to challenge for the title again? What is the point of watching this damn show? No, I know. Uh, it is, uh, so, yeah, no, none of this makes any sense. You can't do that because th- that'll just, that'll, if you want to see something die a death, do Dolph Ziggler versus Bobby Roode for the U.S. title. Uh, uh, Please. Yeah, no, let's not do that. Didn't yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to listen to two months of Dolph Ziggler. Like I've been slided promos and stuff we, like that. We did a damn whole program between the two of them when it was all about how you're just an entrance and I'm so good, but I don't need an entrance. So then they had a record scratch. All right, let's talk, let's talk about news. <laughs> let's talk about some news. EC3, Lashley, Laurel Van Ness all finish up with with Impact. So did Chris Adonis, but. Not really going to talk about that. I've got a, a an article coming out tomorrow, a little bit of an exclusive. I know EC3 has already been courted by a couple of places. Also, he pulled out of a booking on January 28th. Jeff, this is clearly so he can wrestle in Sapporo. <laughs> um, out, out of all those, I, I have an idea that there's going to be two surprises in the Royal Rumble. One's going to be an old ECW guy, and one's going to be Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley left on very, very bad terms about 10 years ago. Here's the funny thing. I remember 10 years ago, as number 30 was about to come out, I was hoping for Bobby Lashley to be the surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble. He had missed some time, and I just didn't want Triple H to win. Then John Cena, of course, was that surprise entrant. WWE and Lashley never mended fences. A lot of people are speculating, well, Lashley could go to Japan. He probably could, but would he? He's he doesn't like to do that. He doesn't really like tours from what I from what I've understood. He's uh, very much a family man. I would be surprised if that happens. Also, I was told that Laurel, that WWE had interest in Laurel Van Ness before she signed with Impact. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened and uh they have been impressed with the range of her character as well as the improvement in the ring. I would be shocked and I've been told this by somebody within WWE that they would be shocked if she wasn't signed this year. So uh anna anything on those three um not in those three in particular i do have an opinion about all these new signings though but i'll say it at the end of all of it Uh, um uh because because i've accepted that um uh, that braun isn't going to win the title at the rumble and he's not going to win the royal rumble to face for the title at mania uh, I want a Bobby Lashley versus Braun Strowman match. I would love that match. <laughs> that would be badass because I would buy Bobby Lashley beating Braun Strowman. I would buy it. I, you know, like I, I don't, I don't know if it would happen, but that that could be a, a mania. Well, level I mean, he's got Donald Trump on his side, of course. Like, that's true. Trump, Trump is very powerful. I think EC3 in excellent health. Be, yeah. I think EC3 would be a great signing for the WWE. I think he's learned how to play characters since leaving. He was always strong on on the kind of quote unquote comedy end, but he his his uh his character's got a bit more edge in TNA. I think I think he'd make a great addition. And look, Chelsea Green, Laurel Van Ness is great. She's so I mean, I I mean, I'd I'd have no problem with her going to WWE. I I just it's one of those things where Lashley seems obvious. I know he left on bad terms. But those are the yeah, guys that Vin, those are the yeah. guys Vince goes after. Bruce he goes Richard after the guys. talks shit every Friday. <laughs> and, 
for God's sakes. He goes after warrior. the ultimate warrior. He goes after the guys that left on bad terms for the redemption story. Oh, look, they finally come home. Yep. Give me yeah. a big hug. <laughs> no, the line, okay. Sometimes you don't get brought back. Like I can't count how many guys I've done interviews with or seen shoot interviews with that toe the line after they're cut and they're not back yet. Uh, Lashley, mm-hmm. I think, has never been better than maybe uh, last year around the broken period of TNA. Like I thought that he was just really phenomenal in the ring. The same person that told me they'd be surprised mm-hmm. if uh, Laurel Van Ness wasn't signed by WWE this year also said that EC3 uh, stands a really good chance if he does get signed of not going through NXT because he's already familiar with WWE's uh, main roster situation. So a lot of options for him as well. I think that he was I, – I think it's very ironic that Impact runs a pay-per-view named Redemption a few months after Bobby Lashley, Laurel Van Ness, and EC3. EC3, who I identified with Impact. Like If I'm like, if there's one guy you should keep, Probably that guy. Probably him. I would love EC3 in NXT, though. Not not because of the money it. situation, but I'd love him to make... Because that guy has NXT darling written all over him, I mm-hmm. think. I think he could be really good. I, I would enjoy him as a character much more than I enjoyed Bobby Roode. And I, co- I compare them a lot because of their physiques and size and you know some of their chops and stuff like that. But I, I think that... All three of those people in particular are going to do really, really good things. Uh, also, I did a video update on this, so it's over on our YouTube page. Also, I include those on the news articles over at Fightful.com, so check those out. Today, WWE confirmed the signings of Ricochet, War Machine, and Candice LeRae. Uh, Serena Deeb is also at the Performance Center now. Alex, your, your thoughts on these these signings? It's a, it's a huge day. It's a huge, huge day. class. Um, okay. Ricochet, I'm so happy that guy's going to be on, on a, in a major, major deal with you. Because there's, there's so many dream matches I have for him with on all. I've sent out three tweets. If he winds up on NXT, Raw, or SmackDown, there's all these things that he could do that I, I'm salivating and thinking of. Uh, I remember watching him do stuff in PG, PWG. Um, years ago, and then when I first tuned into Lucha Underground, there was this guy in a mask who was doing all this stuff. I was like, holy crap, is that Ricochet? And I had to do all this Googling and stuff, and it's like, it's it's pretty awesome uh, that this guy's here. The other thing, though, with War Machine, and I sent out a tweet about this, is they're awesome, and I love them, and how many giant bearded guys does the WWE have already? And and like, does does one of them have to move aside? Because there's just a lot of guys. There's Harper and Rowan. There's there's Killian Dane. There's Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, kind of Otis Dozovich, giant bearded men. Um, I don't know how they stand out unless you actually book them qualifications. To, to really really stand out. If you book them to do that, I'm I'm down for it because I love those guys too. I don't think there have ever been more talented super heavyweights in the WWE. More talented sirloin beef sons of bitches than right now. Anna, what do you think about these signings? Well, that Alex kind of hit my biggest concern with all of this on the head. They have so much talent in that company now. And look at this show tonight. They don't know what to do with them, especially the women. 
you know, I I understand why these wrestlers want to go to WWE. It's been the biggest company for a very, very long time. It still has that prestige. It still has the eyes that no other company has. However, in terms of quality, I would I would argue it's not up there anymore. They, there are so many other companies out there on a smaller scale doing incredible work with the freedom for these wrestlers to have creativity and, and freedom of, over character and some to some extent storylines and all of that. And then you go to WWE, NXT, yeah, there's still leeway. They're still working for you and for the wrestlers to get their characters over and to to carve out their own little niche within the company. Bring them up to main roster. They're in recycling. Their you know, revival is going to be fed next week to all these old timers. And then what? That's it. I I really honestly kind of hate that all these incredible wrestlers are being signed because I don't trust that WWE are going to do what they need to with them, what these people deserve. Having eight and a half hours of TV a week shouldn't be a burden. It should be a, a reward. Like that your company's so successful, you have all this time to give to all these people and they just don't, they just don't. And not all these, these, all these people don't have to be on TV every week. Like you can make it a little more special for these people to be on there, but my God, like just my God, Jeff, your thoughts on the signings. War machine is, has a bit of a problem. If, if they, if they left the authors of pain off the main roster, because it looks too much like the shield in battle gear, (laughs) Then they're gonna have a problem with with yes Braun and Harper and Rowan and all those guys looking the same up there. But boy, no, no, no. maybe maybe they're over that. We got the Riot Squad and Absolution. No, no that's that's true. But boy, man, I would I will I will I will take a War Machine versus AOP feud today and tomorrow. I would love that match. Um, I I will take a gauntlet match with War Machine, Authors of Pain, Heavy Machinery, the Bludgeon Brothers. I just. Throw them all in there. Just sure. Run them all together. Just, just make it all. and who evaporates. Yeah. All, J- all Japan tag league circa 1990 let's, or 92. Let's, let's do that. Scott Norton and Ice Train. You just bet. for this. <laughs> I find Ricochet. Look, I, I've had online knockdown dragouts with a certain wrestling journalist who said that he was going to be a huge star because of the great matches he's been having, et cetera, et cetera. That that'll be great for NXT promos, personality, other things get you over on the main roster. I think he's going to be Neville. I think, I he, think it's going to be that kind of thing. Long beach and he cut a rock promo. Yeah. Like, ripped it, it off. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. No, well, I'll, I'll give you that. Name but, drop the rock. I was like, that ain't the way to do it. But, but I mean, what in Lucha Underground made you think that that Ricochet is a great promo? And it's your mouth that gets you over in on the main roster for the most part. In, in addition to kind of how you how you present yourself. Um. Look, I and the snarky part of me says he's right in, in terms of the evolution of, of wrestlers and how they slot people. He's right in between Leo Rush and Montez Ford because Leo Rush aspires to be a ricochet and Montez Ford is what they want ricochet to be. So that's, I mean, I, I, I think he's a great, great talent. I hope he makes millions and millions of dollars. I just can see somebody watching him do flips and go, man, it'd be great to take an RKO off of that. 
I have somebody saying hopefully they don't put him on uh, 205 Live and doom him. To be fair, WWE has cared about 205 Live. Unfortunately, They've tried. Unfortunately for them, up until Enzo Amore, the people that they have wanted to anchor that haven't stuck around. Austin Aries left, and uh, Neville walked out, and somebody's asking me what's up with him. They can freeze his contract if they want. Like They, they can keep him under a deal for pretty much as long as they want at this point. Like they, they've the got... disconnect. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's the disconnect between what's on the network and what's on the main roster on TV. And they, they assumed that they assumed the goodwill from the cruiserweight classic would carry over. If they just did a couple of, Hey, the cruiserweights are coming to raw. And then, and then without any real video packages or any kind of build. And then they threw them on there and said, all right, guys get over. And then the audience didn't know who they were. And then that was it. Other news, Samoa Joe has quietly been removed from the list of Royal Rumble entrants. Also, um, Chris Jericho advertised for next week's Raw 25. That man can literally do whatever he wants. <laughs> it is <laughs> impressive. Do, does, does Jericho have a lockbox? He must. <laughs> he must. But I half expected Fand- to- Fandango beat him to, to get that lockbox. <laughs> I think it's possible. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how that happened. Also, um, oh gosh. So Serena Deeb, I wanted to mention that too. She's back. She was in the May Young Classic. She's at the Performance Center. What do you make of that signing? A Royal Rumble appearance? I mean, I don't think she was that prominent for that long, Alex, to like appear as like a big pop or anything. I mean, I'm sure she could help fill it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they have ways of filling it out that's not Serena Deeb. Uh, so I'm cool with her. I mean, I'm yeah, just, sure, sure. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I I feel like I I don't know. She wasn't around for that long. I associate her with the shaved head. So when I saw her in the May Young Classic, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, I remember her. But it, it didn't like it didn't it didn't come all together because of that image in my head. Um, uh, more power to her. You know, that's great. Um. This you're right. The, I'm I have such apprehension for what this women's Royal Rumble is going to be. I'm I'm, I'm I want it to be great. I I I'm just I'm worried. I really am worried. Jeff, Anna, I wanted to get your thoughts. We'll start with Anna. Curb Stomp is back. Mm, yes, it is. Seth Rollins needed this move, I think. Yes, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Um. I agree with what you guys were saying last night in terms of naming of it. Start with a clean slate and just Call go the turd from stomp there. for all I care. Yeah, just pretty much. Yeah, he needs that. We all need that. It's it's a work of art. I'm happy it's back. Jeff, the, the way that Rollins had always indicated it, it was the day after when they're sending footage to the Today Show and stuff that that Vince McMahon had more of a problem with the lasting image of that stomp going downward. And I think of that and I'm like, well, that's any wrestling move. That is any wrestling move. And Seth Rollins said, it's easily imitatable to which I replied, the hell it is. First off, uh, not, not as much as anything else, but what did you think about them bringing it back? I like the move itself. Um, I am somewhat sympathetic to the, Opinion that the optics were bad of bringing it back, given its connection to American History X on Martin Luther King Day. I, 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 I'm somewhat sympathetic to it. Somewhat. Hey, 
I get it. I get it. As Alex just retweeted on Twitter, there is a Rusev versus Miz match to determine the next WWE KFC Colonel going on. I'm I'm here for it. I'm down for it. Uh, also in the news, an accused dealer of a steroid distribution ring claims that Roman Reigns was a client. Now, I just want to preface this by saying we did cover it. I did reach out to WWE for comment. They did not comment to me. This guy, uh, Richard Rodriguez, has very, very little to no credibility. But uh, it got picked up, so we ran with it. But I made sure to establish that WWE didn't comment, didn't respond to my request. I even said to their PR guy, I was like, listen, this is a long shot, but I got to ask. Whatever. Here's me mentioning mentioning it, guys. Back to Jericho. We'll circle back to that. Two, two and a half weeks after he appears at Wrestle Kingdom, he's going to be at Raw 25, and likely he's going to be at Long Beach, Jeff. Mm-hmm. That'll help. Um, I'll probably go to that. Uh, and give me, give me that versus Naito. Um, I am interested to in see what his response will be on that Raw show. Me too. Me too. Anna, Chris Jericho does what he wants when he wants. That guy has the best, most perfect career. <laughs> like, this should be the aim of every single wrestler is just be like, okay, I'm here now. Okay, I'm out. I'm here now. I'm going to beat you down. Yeah, I'm out. Oh, by the way, I'm holding a cruise that a whole bunch of wrestlers are going to be on, so come hang out. And I'm a rock star. So, yeah. He's... I love him. Sami Zayn dropped in on the Mixed Match Challenge chat and said, I just want to point out that I am only here because Becky signed us up for this when I wasn't paying attention. Brilliant. (laughs) Brilliant. So, uh, Alex, this Chris Jericho situation, is he going to podcast on Podcast One and Westwood One just because he's allowed to? He can do whatever he wants. He's the Teflon man. Uh, Nothing sticks to this guy. Uh, uh, Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm... Totally cool with it. I mean, he's got some amazing sweetheart deal with Vince where he could go off and do stuff for New Japan, come back, be welcome back with open arms. Okay, cool. Um, uh, I want to say that the uh, the Mixed Mess Challenge looks to be a hoot, uh, especially if you're watching it with, um, with uh, uh, Sami Zayn and Becky Lynch on commentary, basically, in the chat, going yeah. back and forth uh, from their own personal uh, viewpoints about you know, scouting their opponents. It's, it was fun just looking at it uh, as we were doing this. Uh, you think that's a shoot or a work? Do you think it's really them? Oh, I think I think it's them. I do. Uh, I wanted to get a few plugs in, guys. Fightful Wrestling Weekly drops every Friday morning. Go check that out. I put about a 1,000 words worth of exclusives in there. We have forums over at Fightful.com. We have a contest that's going on for about an hour longer. Head over to Instagram.com slash Fightful online. You can win a free T-shirt. Also, I did a uh, UFC 220 and Bellator 192 preview show today on the Holy Smokes MMA podcast. Chael Sonnen joined us. Georgie Carrick-Kanyan joined us. You get pros picks from a lot of big UFC stars on who they think is going to win. This Saturday's UFC has a couple of the most intriguing title fights that they could possibly book. Uh, That heavyweight title fight between Nganu and Steve Miocic is one that I think can uh, transcend MMA. And we're talking like two deadly guys like legit baddest man on the planet contest here uh we have a live post show after that so make sure to head over there i want you guys in the live discussion ufc 220 night come over there talk to me just stop by 
make your picks, even if you're not there during the fights. Also, we have our events section updated, so go check that out. You'll see what events Fightful.com is covering. We've got New Japan beginning in Sapporo, Nights 1 and 2 coming up, uh, NXT TakeOver. We have Royal Rumble, Impact announced a pay-per-view. We, we covered that in our uh, news video section as well as, course, as, of course, on FightfulWrestling.com. But that uh, weekend of January 27th and 28th is going to be packed. I'm going to talk a little bit about the Sapporo cards on the Royal Rumble and NXT TakeOver show. But we also have a, a new, uh, I want to say a new a new video segment that's going to be coming up soon that you all will enjoy. Tomorrow, well, Wednesday, depending on when you're listening to this, on the list in your boy, it will be the first time that I produce the show in months. So I, I've, I've got to take liberties with that. Nigel's out of the office. So... I mess with Jimmy Van a little bit. Tune into that. Anna, what do you got going on? What's up with EP Dub? EP Dub. Uh, at EPW Perth, we have a competition going at the moment. Sign up for a newsletter, then you have the chance to win tickets to all EPW events for 2018, plus receive exclusive content that only subscribers are going to be privy to. Um, so that's that's pretty exceptional in terms of what you can win. Uh, also, uh, homegrown faction, the Mighty Don't Kneel. You may know two of them as TM61 in NXT. Um, are boys still sticking around in Australia who are allowed to be publicized with us? Um, now have their own Twitter. So I think it's at TMDK on Twitter. But check at EPW Perth to find out and then you can follow them. Some big also, stuff. Uh, um, you may be going there. to the Perth NJPW show for us, yeah? Yes, yes. Hopefully that goes ahead, and that should be pretty cool. And Jay White was announced for that yesterday, so that's awesome. Shout-outs to New Japan for hooking that up and uh, accommodating Fightful. Alex, what do you got going on? We need an off track. Yeah, yeah. There'll be one this week where I'm – Try and figure out the differences between meeting a wild bear in the woods and meeting a wild brawn in the woods and the differences between how you would face off with those two monstrous monsters. Well, I hope you bring cake or you have the bear scouted as a southpaw. That's yeah, all I can say. Exactly. Can say Jeff, what do you got going on? Going to tape Shake Them Ropes tomorrow. It's probably going to be an hour of me in a fetal position crying while Rob tries to calm me down over the fact that the Revival are probably going to get killed next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't want it to happen I'm desperate that they do something different that maybe the revival beats up one of these old teams but just that promo of pro, every time they do this it becomes a statement of symbolism for Vince that oh yeah. look my version won and I just I don't I don't have high hopes I'm really really hoping it's just them beating the Dudley boys because I would like the match, probably, and it, I think it's the right thing to do. Guys, Fightful Online is where you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And we have individual accounts, Fightful MMA and Fightful Wrestle. And, of course, visit Fightful.com. We have all your news over there. We do things a little bit differently. In addition to all of our exclusives and, th and things like that, we have fight size updates that we post at the beginning and end of each day about, about 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. Eastern. That way you don't have to click a million different articles to get the smaller news stories. But we're also bringing you breaking news all day. We have something at Fightful.com 
that you will only find there every single day. Uh, Chris Cyborg interview talking about WWE connections and things like that this week. Uh, Bruce Pritchard on the list and your boy tomorrow afternoon. Check that out. Until next time, guys, we're out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.